Today on Adventures in Faith with Jerry Savelle. God has not changed his mind about you. Whatever happened in your past, whatever you've been struggling with from what you did back then, it doesn't have to be a part of who you are today because I'm telling you, friend, there is no way that I could be standing up here doing what I'm doing if I had not completely got free of the shame. I'm not qualified, but because of His grace, because of His mercy and His love, I'm qualified. And that makes you qualified because He loves you just the same. Hello everyone, I'm Jerry Savelle. Welcome to Adventures in Faith. We appreciate you joining us today. And we've got some very special broadcasts in store for you. And I want to encourage you not only plan to watch the program today, but be watching over the next several weeks because my guest today is my daughter, Jerry Ann, and she is going to be teaching from her new book, Living Unashamed. This book is so powerful. Jerry, I'm so glad you wrote this. And when you gave it to me, by the way, that's my autographed copy yeah. right there. When you gave it to me, uh, I took it over to the house, put it in my study on my desk. And I thought, well, I'll just skim through a few pages here. I couldn't put it down. Thank you. I read the first four chapters. And then after that, uh, after I got back home, I finished it. And actually, I read it again last night before knowing that we were coming into the studio. And it's just so powerful, living unashamed. Now, I took a lot of notes last night, <laughs> but there's something you said in particular on page 98, and that statement is this, His grace is bigger than your disgrace. Yes. Tell us what you mean by that. Well, you're looking at a girl that has been through a lot, and most of it was self-induced. I put most of it on myself. But thank you, Jesus, that His grace and His mercy yeah. can come down into those dark places, the places that some people don't even know about. Unfortunately, mine was very public what I went through, but I've walked through that challenge. I've walked through those opportunities to walk in shame, but I've come out on the other end of it. And dad, I can't help but, but share it with other people. Yeah, we overcome by telling. Everybody's done things and been through things that, that they're not proud of in their past. I, I'm, there are things that I'm not proud of that I did as a young man, uh, but thank God for the blood of Jesus. Yes. Thank God for God's grace, and thank God that He's a loving and forgiving God. Right. Because if He was not the forgiving God that He is, I wouldn't be where I am today. Right. I wouldn't even be in the ministry. Yes. Because, uh, you know, things I did were shameful. Uh, somebody said, what were they? Well, I didn't ask you what you did, so don't bother asking me what I did. It's all under the blood, praise right. God. Right. But here's the thing that I, I particularly like about how you did and wrote this book. Um, you, don't, you don't hide anything. You're very out front. Uh, you're, you're very honest in this. And of course, I, I walked you were there with through me. this with you. Yes. And I'm not going to lie about it. It, 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 did, it did hurt. Uh, it stung, you might say. And uh, even though mom and I are forgiving people, we love our children, we want the best for our children, it, it took us a little while to, 
to get over this, but uh, God's grace yes. is bigger than and your disgrace. Right. And, and even though he didn't say that to me exactly that way, but I, I knew that. Yes. And uh, thank God for his grace and thank God for forgiveness. But this book, Living Unashamed, I believe is going to help a lot of people. Do you know anybody that hasn't done anything shameful in their life? Well, if you're so perfect, then you come and make these programs and we'll sit and listen to you. No, we've all made mistakes and uh, everybody has done something that they're not proud of, but this book answers the questions. How do I get over this? How do I get past this? Because Satan tried to destroy her, her life, destroy her ministry. Yes. She's had to call a God on her life ever since she's a little girl. And, and now she's preaching again. She's, she's on television. Uh, she preaches around the country. And it's living proof that God's grace is bigger than our disgrace. Amen. You know, the enemy tried to shame me, but in that place, I'm shaming him. I'm yeah. speaking loud and clear that the Lord can take you through anything, be there on the other side of that shame and disgrace, pick you up and put you back on your feet and you walk to your destiny that he has for you. Amen. Praise God. Uh, this is part of our resource package this week. And we're going to go to a break right now. And our announcer is going to talk to you about the entire resource package. But this book is part of it. So be sure and pay close attention and get the mailing address because you'll want this book in your library. We'll be right back. Could fear and insecurity be holding you back from God's best for your life? Today's special offer, the Living Unashamed Special Package, contains Jerry Savelle's revealing book, You Were Created for His Glory, his three-part audio series, Overcoming the Spirit of Hopelessness, along with his daughter, Jerry Ann's eye-opening book, Living Unashamed. Shame and self-doubt can rob you of your peace, happiness, and purpose. You can break free from the mistakes of the past and embrace your identity in Christ. In this special package, you'll discover how to break the cycle of shame, where guilt really comes from, what forgiveness can produce, and how to receive God's hope. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Living Unashamed special package. It's time to embrace the life God has for you and leave the past behind. You can live with confidence and peace knowing God made you unique and special. As dad said earlier, I messed up really bad. In 2007, I hit rock bottom in my life. I left my husband, I left ministry, I left everything. And it was at that place in my life that I was dealing with shame. I mean, I asked the Lord to forgive me immediately, but I had to walk through the shame process that I had created in my life. And I thought I had disgraced my family, that I was, you know, my ministry, the calling was over. But I know that Romans eleven twenty nine it says that his calling is irrevocable. But I love the way the Amplified says it. It says, God does not withdraw what he has given, nor does he change his mind. So that's the good news that I want to share with you today, that God has not changed his mind about you. Whatever happened in your past, whatever you've been struggling with from what you did back then, 
It doesn't have to be a part of who you are today because I'm telling you, friend, there is no way that I could be standing up here doing what I'm doing if I had not completely got free of the shame. I'm not qualified, but because of his grace, because of his mercy and his love, I'm qualified. And that makes you qualified because he loves you just the same. So whatever giftings and callings that you've walked away from because of that thing that you did in the past, I want you to get free from it. You know, we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And that's what I'm doing today as I'm shouting to tell you that I'm free. And I'm telling you, it was embarrassing. It was shameful. It was Oh, just to walk in a place where people knew what I had done, the shame that I had to walk out of. So do I look like a girl that's living in shame? No way, because I'm standing up here talking to you and I want to tell you how to get to that place. But today I want to talk about how did we get there? How did we get to that place of making maybe wrong decisions or or you did something in your life, made a wrong choice in your life, and let's call it what it is. We sinned. We straight out sinned. So if you got to that place, let's talk about, let's identify where we got there. You know, shame began all the way back to Adam and Eve in Genesis. First of all, it talks about Genesis 2.25. It says that they were, Adam and Eve were naked and unashamed. But it wasn't until they sinned and they disobeyed God that they were shamed. They were shameful. And it says that they hid themselves and they covered themselves. So sin and shame started way back in the garden. So it's been a motive of the enemies from way back then. Shame began with them. And I want to talk about that place with your beginning. Where did that idea? start in your life and where you can identify it so that you can get free of that shame today. There's popular phrases we hear. It says, if, you, if it feels good, do it. Another one is, do what makes your soul happy. Well, those are not good phrases. Those are not good things to live by because your soul is made up of your mind, your will, and your emotions. And those things are pretty fickle. Your feelings can go all over the place. And if you tend to live by your feelings, then you're not going to make good choices in life. And I did that for a lot of years of my life. Whatever Jerry felt like doing, that's what Jerry did. You know, I called Jesus Lord of my life. I called him my Savior. But really, I was Lord of my life because I was doing whatever felt good at the moment. But I'm telling you that if you live a life of doing what your flesh wants to do, you're, gonna, you're going to regret that. You're going to live in a place that's not good. And I always say that flesh-led decisions always lead to compromise. And compromise always de- leads you to delay. It always brings delay in your life. Delay for the God thing for your life. Delay for the good things in your life. So if you're living by your flesh trying to make something happen, then you've compromised and it's going to bring delay in your life. You know, we are a spirit, we have a soul, and we live in a body. But your soul, again, your mind, will, and emotions are not to be leading and dictating your life. We're to be living spirit-led, to be led by our spirit, to be listening to the Holy Spirit 
on how we're to live our lives, not just going on every whim and idea that comes up in our head. We can think some crazy stuff sometimes, and you don't want to always go with what your mind says to do. I want to read this scripture to you. It's 1 Corinthians 5, 6 in the Passion. It says, even a small compromise with sin permeates the entire fellowship. Just a little leaven permeates a batch of dough. So remove every trace of your leaven of compromise with sin. So just a little compromise can lead you down a sin path. If you decide to go with what your feelings are feeling at the moment or your emotions, they're not always going to lead you in the right direction. You know, dad taught me all my life who I was in Christ, but it wasn't until I walked in that and knew truly who I was in Christ that I had power and authority to be over my flesh, to make my flesh submit so that I could live a life with my spirit leading me and not Jerry's flesh leading me all the time. The Passion Translation of Galatians 5.19 talks about that self-life, that selfish life, that what is it you want to do, your fleshy desires, and it's Galatians 5.19 in the Passion. This is just a list of fleshy things. It's sexual immorality, lustful thoughts, pornography, chasing after things instead of God, manipulating others, hatred of those who get in your way, senseless arguments, resentment when others are favored, temper tantrums, it keeps going, angry quarrels, only thinking of yourself. This is the society we live in today. Being in love with your own opinions, being envious of the blessings of others, murder, uncontrolled addictions, wild parties, and all other similar behavior. That's a long list that the Bible gives us of what living in your flesh looks like, and it will always get you in trouble. I want to read from my book here. This is how it all starts. Your enemy, the devil, does his best to convince you that something looks right for your life. He will polish it and mask it and disguise it with allurement and desire, hoping you will never see the ugliness behind the real truth of what it really is. Dirty, not right for you, a trap, and definitely not God's best for your life. It's sinful and will only lead to devastation and destruction in your life if you decide to choose it. So you have a choice here. If Satan, Satan is the master deceiver, prodding you onward and convincing you, it'll, it'll be okay. Only one time won't hurt you. That's how it all begins. You know, King David in the Bible, there's a story about him. And no, I'm not talking about the one where he killed Goliath with the rock and the slingshot. King David dealt with his flesh. He felt with what looked good at the moment. He saw Bathsheba on, on the courts and she was taking a bath and he inquired about her. Who is she? So he had his servant go over and find out. The servant came back and said, that's Uriah's wife. And at that moment, King David, the man who wrote the majority of the Psalms, I love the Psalms. He wrote the majority of the Psalms. He made a choice. He found out she was married and he made a choice at that moment to have her. Not only did he have her, he had her husband killed. So he was an adulterer 
and a murderer. But in Psalms 51, it shows us that the prophet came to him and said, we know what you did. I know what you did and you need to repent. So in Psalms 51 is a beautiful prayer of his repentance. And you know what? After all of that, God said about David that he was a man after my own heart. So David dealt with and struggled with fleshy desire, yet repented and became a man after God's own heart. So whatever you've struggled with in your life, I don't care how bad it is. If you repent, and we're going to talk about forgiveness in another show, but when you go to God, lay it at his feet and ask for his forgiveness, it's as if he remembers it no more. Regardless of what you've done, forgiveness is waiting for you right there. I know that you're probably thinking about that thing, and I want to talk to you about the thing. I call it the thing because it's the thing you've struggled with, which is eventually going to lead you into that shame pit that I was living in. The thing can be an, a, a vice, an addiction, a struggle, something that you've dealt with over and over in your life. It's a thing, and maybe you're sh ashamed about it right now. But let's pull that thing out of your life, get it out once and for all, Again, so you can be living the life that God has for you. 1 Peter 5, 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh around seeking whom he may devour. He's trying to devour you. He's trying to bring you down. He's trying to destroy your life. He's trying so that you never accomplish and be and do all that God wants you to be. The contemporary English version says, be on your guard and stay awake. Your enemy, the devil, is like a roaring lion sneaking around to find someone to attack. See, here's the thing. The enemy is not how he's depicted in a horror film, you know, with the pitchfork and the scary mask. The enemy comes not in the front door of your life, coming through, he goes, goes through the back door or he goes through an open crack in your heart. If there's a little place in your heart of compromise, he's looking for that weak place in your life. And he goes, aha, there it is. For me, it was rejection. I battled with rejection all my life. Therefore, he set up traps all my life, and I would fall for it, fall for it, till I finally wised up and said, oh, this is the enemy and he's trying to destroy my life because remember what John 10, 10 says, that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's his mode of operation. He's looking for a weak place in your life to steal, kill, and destroy. For me, it was rejection. But when I finally wised up and I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't fall for that anymore. Opportunities still come, but I just go around those traps that he set for me. I have a friend that deals with anger. They, they, they get in a fight everywhere they go practically. And I want to say, don't you see that that's a trap? That's your thing that you've got to get free from is that anger thing because the enemy just sets them up all the time. So whatever that thing is that you've been struggling with, let's identify it today and let's get free of it today. He's looking for those weak places. He's looking for the places that you're not, you have not surrendered and given to God completely. 
that thing can become not only this thing that you deal with, but it can also become an idol in your life. Anything that you've placed above God becomes an idol in your life. And the Lord dealt with me several years back, and he said, Jerry, you've made this certain thing an idol in your life. And my first reaction was like, no, I don't have idols in my life because I was picturing a gold statue of some sort. But no, anything that you put above God, anything that you think about more than him, anything that you place more importance on than Jesus has become an idol in your life. I want to read this scripture to you. It's here in my book, and it's from Isaiah 58, 8. And it says, Behind closed doors, you set your idols up and worship someone other than me. This is adultery, for you are giving those idols your love instead of loving me. Ouch. I was guilty of idolatry. I would put something above Jesus because I was thinking about it more. I was dwelling on it more. So don't allow that thing to become an idol any longer in your life. 2 Corinthians 10, 4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Let me explain to you from a book what a stronghold is. Eventually, the enemy builds a stronghold in your life constructed by that thing. What is a stronghold? It is a reoccurring pattern, pattern, an old, difficult, discouraging challenge, or an unhealthy habit, mindset, thought pattern, or attitude. So that's what happens when we allow that thing to become a stronghold in our life. The contemporary English version says, we use God's mighty power that can destroy fortresses. When you put that up, a wall up, it becomes something you hide behind. It becomes a fortress in your heart, and it's something you gotta tear down. The mighty power of God can destroy that fortress of shame or whatever it is that you're dealing with right now. Galatians 5.16 in the Passion says, As you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. See, that thing craves. It craves attention. But when you're yielding to the Holy Spirit, then it's going to abandon the cravings of your self-life. That's the answer, my friend. That's the answer is yielding to the Holy Spirit, not to your flesh, not to what feels good at the moment, not to what everybody else is doing, but yielding to the Holy Spirit, listening to his voice, getting in his word and knowing what he's saying. You say, well, how do I know the voice of God? Well, you know, when you spend time with someone, you know their voice. If my husband or my children call me, I don't have to look at caller ID to find out who it is, I know their voice. I'm familiar with their voice. So it's the same when you spend time in God's word and you get so full of the word that now you'll have the Holy Spirit leading, guiding, and directing your life. That when you hear that still small voice say, don't do that, don't go there, don't say that, then you know that's the Holy Spirit. The world calls it gut instinct, or red flags or intuitions or whatever. 
But as a believer, when you yield to that spirit, then you can listen and go, okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'm not going to do what my flesh wants to do. I'm going to listen to the Holy Spirit and he can help navigate you through life. Jesus said that he left us the Holy Spirit, who is our comforter, our counselor, our helper, our intercessor, our advocate, our strengthener, our standby. He can be all those things for you when you rely on the Holy Spirit. I pray that that's encouraged you today, that when you listen for his promptings, that you become familiar with him and that he'll lead, guide, and direct you in the best path for your life. Watch this announcement now. Could fear and insecurity be holding you back from God's best for your life? Today's special offer, the Living Unashamed Special Package, contains Jerry Savelle's revealing book, You Were Created for His Glory, his three-part audio series, Overcoming the Spirit of Hopelessness, along with his daughter, Jerry Ann's eye-opening book, Living Unashamed. Shame and self-doubt can rob you of your peace, happiness, and purpose. You can break free from the mistakes of the past and embrace your identity in Christ. In this special package, you'll discover how to break the cycle of shame, where guilt really comes from, what forgiveness can produce, and how to receive God's hope. Don't delay. Call or go online now to jerrysavelle.org and request your copy of the Living Unashamed special package. It's time to embrace the life God has for you and leave the past behind. You can live with confidence and peace knowing God made you unique and special. Thank you so much, Jerry, for joining me today. Yes. And I want to encourage everybody once again, be watching next week and the next several weeks because Jerry is going to continue teaching on this subject, Living Unashamed. You don't want to miss one program. It is so powerful. Let me also remind you once again of our special resource package, Living Unashamed, her book that she has just written and has just come out. And along with that, a little book that I wrote some time back entitled, You Were Created for His Glory. God has a plan for your life. God doesn't care what you've done. It's all under the blood. You're forgiven. So get back on his plan for your life and fulfill the vision that he has for you. This tells you how. And then right along with it, three CDs, Overcoming the Spirit of Hopelessness. This is all part of the resource package this week. So let me encourage you to order it right away. All the information is on the screen. Jerry, won't you close it out and pray for people? And if you want to mention your book once again, please do so. Well, I just want to encourage you if you're watching right now, to know that God still has a plan for you and whatever happened in the past is in the past, that Jesus is not looking at what happened to you in the past. He's looking to what your callings and your giftings are and the things that he's yeah. placed in you. So if you know someone that's struggling with living ashamed, then I encourage you for them to get this package. In fact, Dad, this was one of the CDs that I listened to over and over in my recovery yeah. of overcoming shame. So it's amazing that we're adding that with this package. So yeah. I want to encourage yes. you, get the package because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you're listening to it on a daily basis, then that shame is going to lift off of you and you're going to be all you're called to be. Amen. And you know, I really believe once they read it, you're probably going to want to order another book 
so that you can send it to a friend or a relative. Amen. It's that good. So join us again next week on Adventures in Faith. This is Jerry Ann and Jerry <laughs> and Jerry and Jerry Ann, Jay and Jay, saying, remember this, your faith will overcome the world.